0: Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Vision Sunday 2021. I'm so excited to share with you today the vision that God has laid on my heart for us as a church in 2021 and beyond. You know, this has become one of my highlights every single year of Vision Sunday. It's become one of the big events for us As a church, and I love just to share with you the direction in which I sense God leading us as a church in the year to come. And you know, despite all this happened in our world, despite all this happening in our world right now and all the restrictions that we're facing, the fact that we're still in lockdown, I still believe that God has a plan and a purpose for us as a church. And I believe that God is going to move in and through us, and that we will see His promise come to pass for us as a church. And I'm praying today that this vision that God has laid on my heart will cause faith to rise in your heart. And I pray that you'll want to be a part of this vision, that you'll want to see God move in and through your life as you join with us, as you partner with us as a church. You know, this time last year, it was Vision Sunday. And I shared with us the vision that God laid on my heart for us in 2020. And that vision was building for the future. I don't know if you remember it. If you do remember it, fantastic. If you don't remember it, then maybe you'd like to go back to our website and listen to those messages during this week. But I shared with us the vision that God laid on my heart, which was about building for the future, about having a fresh start, starting again and building and stepping into all that God has for us as a church. And the verse that I was basing that on last year was the promise that God has given to us as a church, which was many, many years ago. But it's a promise that still hasn't come to pass. And it's this promise in Haggai 2, verse 9. And I'm reading this from the Message Translation. It says, This temple is going to end up far better than it started out. A glorious beginning, but an even more glorious finish. A place in which I will hand out wholeness and holiness. Decree of God of the angel armies. You know, I shared with us that we're going to be building for the future. I shared that the way in which we will do this is by building people and then by building ministries. And as I said, you can listen to those messages again. But I was so excited about all that God was going to do last year. I had the plan already set out, the vision already set out with what God was going to do. And then it came to March of last year and the pandemic hit this vision which I had written down, this vision which God had laid on my heart, it was almost as if this happened to him. It was scrumpled up and then thrown out of the window. That was how it felt last year. Everything changed within our world. Everything shifted. And you know, we are still living in a time right now where everything around us is changing and shifting. Our world is still changing. We don't know what the future is going to hold. Yes, a vaccine has come. Yes, life might come back to some sort of normality. But our world has been forever changed. And that includes the church as well. The church has changed this year. This is the introduction of of Church Online, which we've been doing since last year. Something that was on my heart for many years, but we had to implement last year. We had to pivot. We had to change very quickly and adapt to the changing world around us. and You know, as I said, we're still in this pandemic. The future still looks uncertain. So what does that mean for us at Gateway Church Company? What does that mean for us as a church in 2021? Well, I believe that this year, as I've been praying and seeking the Lord, I've been praying and seeking the Lord since October last year for this vision. And God has laid it on my heart that the vision for us in 2021 is to build for the future again. In other words, take two. I really believe that this is the vision that God has laid on my heart and you know as I was praying I believe God said and scroll this and wrap it get it out again because that is still the vision for us as a church. You know the disruption that we faced last year I actually think that this was maybe a benefit for us as a church because this has pushed us towards the future that I believe that God has for us especially as we're heading into the last days This is what we needed to start building for the future. And as I said, although it seemed like null and void last year, that vision, I believe the vision comes to us once again. And God says to us once again, it's time to start building for the future. Yes, we don't know what that's going to look like. Yes, methods might change and ministries might change. the mission of God hasn't changed. It's still to go into all the world and preach the gospel. It's still to raise up the disciples. It's still to seek the Lord's face. It's still to make Jesus known. That is still the mission and the vision of the church. And that won't change. Yes, it might look different. But it's still the same. And I'm so excited that God has a plan and purpose for us as a church. And I believe it's time for us to roll up our sleeves. Not to hide away. Or not just to wait till everything comes back to some sort of normal. But it's time to roll up our sleeves and build for the future. And that means, I really believe for us as a church, that we can no longer think about church in the way that we used to. Things are going to change for us as a church. It's going to happen. And you know, as we head back to in-person services and as we continue to develop church online, you know, God has laid it on my heart uh, that this is the chance and probably the only opportunity that we'll have to have a complete fresh start as a church. To start again, a blank canvas to say, okay, God, what is your will as we move forward? What is it that you want us to do? Now, that doesn't mean that we dismiss everything from the past and we don't thank God for it because we're so grateful for all that God has done within the life of our church. You know, our church has been around for over a 100 years and God has done some incredible things within the life of our church. It came out of a small group of people who were baptized in the Holy Spirit and they were kicked out of their their previous church. And so they started this church. God moved in and through our church. We've seen our church send many missionaries across the world to make Jesus known. From generation to generation, we've seen God move in incredible ways within our church. Miracles, signs and wonders. The preaching of the word has been faithful within our church. We've been a strong church, a church that hasn't been without its problems. But we've seen the grace of God, the hand of God upon our church. I know that promise comes to us again, that the latter days will be greater than the former days. Yes, God did incredible things within the life of our church in the past. And even in recent years as well, we've seen God do great things. But I believe that God's going to do even greater things. And this, for us, as we head back, as we head into 2021, I believe it's time for a fresh start, that God is going to do great things. And we're going to begin to build for the future. You know, I really believe that what we do today will de- will determine what happens tomorrow. I believe it's the chance now, the opportunity for us to build for the future and not just for 2021. But the vision that God has laid on my heart is for the long haul. We're in this for the long haul. As long as God wills it and as long as he longs me to be, then my vision is for the long haul. I want to see God do something great, not just in the here and now, but also for the generations to come as well. God has a plan and purpose for us. And so I want to encourage you today, just as I begin to unpack this for us as a church, I want to encourage you. Just open up your heart and ask God, God, will you speak to me today? And help me and show me where I can be a part of this vision. Because God wants to use you. This isn't a vision just for one man or just for one person to take on. Just for me. This is a vision for each and every one of us to be involved in all that God is going to do within our church. And we need you. We need every single one of us. We are a body. With Christ Jesus as the head. And every part is essential. You are essential today in seeing God do great things in our church. But also in your life as well. So what does this mean for us as a church as we begin to build for the future? As we have this fresh start this year, as we look to go back in person and develop church online, what does this mean? What's the first thing that is on our agenda? Well, as I was praying and as I was seeking the Lord, the Lord spoke to me in my private devotions in, as I was reading through the book of Ezra. And it says this in Ezra chapter 3, verse 2 to 3. It says, Then Joshua, the son of Jehozadak." joined his fellow priests uh, and Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, with his family in rebuilding the altar of the God of Israel. They wanted to sacrifice burnt offerings on it, as instructed in the law of Moses, the man of God. Even though the people were afraid of the local residents, they rebuilt the altar at its old site. They began to sacrifice burnt offerings on the altar to the Lord each morning and evening. Just to give us some context here of what's happening in the book of Ezra. What happened? The events that took place in Ezra happened shortly after the events in Nehemiah. I'm sure you're familiar with the book of Nehemiah and how Nehemiah rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem after the people of God had been in exile. And Ezra, he too was a man of God. He loved God. He was called by God. And God had commissioned him to lead a small group of people out of exile, after the exile of Babylon, which they had been in for over 70 years, God had released them. God had brought them out there and Ezra was to lead them. And their purpose was to rebuild the temple of God in Jerusalem. We're an incredible honour. We're an incredible privilege to rebuild the house of worship, the house of the Lord. That's what God had called Ezra to do and the group of people to do after 70 years of being in a foreign land. This was the first thing that God had called them to do. And it feels like we've been in exile, doesn't it? For over a year now because of this. But as we come back, I believe that God is calling us to build as well for the future. It was an incredible uh, task that God had given Ezra. But you know, it's interesting. God had told Ezra to rebuild the the temple of God. But you know, as we begin to read here in Ezra chapter 2 and verse 2 to 3. We see Ezra does something different just before he begins to rebuild. Ezra does something different. Ezra, his first, th- the first thing that he does was rebuild the altar. And he begins to, to make sacrifices to God, in honour to God, to give thanks to God as a place of worship. He laid down his life and said, God, this is yours. We are committing this to you. That was the first thing that Ezra did. In other words, before he built the temple... Ezra built an altar. He built an altar to the Lord. Before he began this massive construction project, before he began to build the walls, before he began to lay the bricks, and before he began to look at God's decoration plan for the temple, before he looked to bring in people who could help minister within the temple, the first thing that Ezra did after all those years of exile and before he began building the temple was to build an altar. The first thing he did we seek the Lord and honour the Lord. Because you see, the altar is the place of consecration. It's the place where we lay down our lives. The altar is the place of communion, where we speak to God. The altar is the place of commission, where we receive our mission from the Lord. I told a little bit about this last year. And you know, right away throughout the Old Testament, you'll see time and time again that people would build altars to the Lord, a place where they would remember what God has done, a place to give thanks, a place where they would surrender their lives afresh to God and say, God, here's my life, use me. And time and time again, after God done great things or God spoke to people, people would build altars to the Lord. And before they went on with their next mission, they would build an altar to the Lord. I you know, in the New Testament, the altar is actually the place of prayer. As we see this in the New Testament, the altar is the place of prayer. And Jesus modeled that to his disciples every day. He would go and set time aside to spend time praying with his heavenly father, to seek the will of his father. Jesus modeled that. And even the disciples then, they they picked up on that. They asked the Lord, teach us how to pray, Lord. They longed above to know how to pray above preaching, above performing miracles. They longed to know the face of God. They longed to seek the face of God and know God's call upon their lives. They longed to spend time with the Lord. I you know, we see even at the beginning of the church, the early church on the day of Pentecost, we see the Spirit of God was outpoured, but the church was birthed in a prayer meeting. That's where the church was birthed. And you know what I've come to discover? more and more, especially over this year as I've been diving into God's Word more and more, that it's far more important for us to spend time with the Lord of the work than doing the work of the Lord. Because if we don't spend time with the Lord, if we don't have an altar, a private altar, and also a corporate altar, if we don't have that place where we can come and spend time with God, That we'll never have the power to carry out the will of God. If we want to see God move in and through our lives, if you want to see God move in and through your life, then you're going to need a personal altar. And if we want to see God move in and through our church, if we want to see the promise of God come to pass for us as a church, then we are going to need a corporate altar. We're going to need to have a place where we come together and pray and seek the face of God, where we call upon God, where God comes by his presence, where God changes lives. We're going to need a corporate altar. And you know, without the foundation of prayer, everything that we do will just be spiritless. It'll be like a spiritless organization and we will be weak Christians if we don't have a place of prayer. You know, a church that's built on the wrong foundation, it won't last. And as I said, the vision that God has laid on my heart for us as a church isn't just a vision just for the next year or for the next couple of years. I believe this vision is for the long term for our church. I believe this is building for the future. And we want to build on a strong foundation. And any foundation, anything that isn't built on Jesus Christ, who is the cornerstone, that isn't built on him and seeking his face and spending time with him, then it won't last. And that's why I believe it's so important for us that as we look to build for the future, that the first thing that we do as a church is to build a corporate altar to establish a corporate altar to establish personal altars in your life I want to encourage you every day to spend time with God it's so important I'm so glad for the 21 days of prayer and fasting that we've had to begin this year that is just a mark of that that we want to give this year to the Lord but I want to encourage you spend time with God every day otherwise you'll be weak in your spiritual life I want to encourage you spend time with God but also As a church, the first thing that we're going to do is build the corporate altar once again. We're going to come back to the place of prayer. The altar, the place of prayer, is the main way, and actually it's the only way in which we're going to build for the future. If we want to see God move, if we want to see the promise of God come to pass, then we're going to have to build for the future. We're going to have to build the corporate altar. You know, as we come to a conclusion of this message today, you know, I really believe that we're living in the last days I believe that Jesus could come back at any moment and all this happened with COVID, all the the division within our world, the hatred, the racism, all that that is rising up, the breakdown in marriages and home life. All of it is a sign that Jesus could come back at any moment. He could return at any moment. And I believe that as we head into these last days, you know, I believe that Jesus isn't looking anymore for a clever church, a church that is self-reliant, that is dependent on itself. I believe that Jesus isn't looking for a self-reliant church, a church that will just work and work and work and do ministries, do programmes out in out of its own strength. I believe that Jesus isn't looking for a casual church that will just go with the flow and just fit in with society and fit in with the world. And I honestly believe that Jesus isn't looking for a cool church, a church that will impress others, a church that will bring fame and glory to themselves and not to the Lord. But I believe that Jesus is looking for a committed church. I believe that Jesus is looking for a consecrated church and he's coming back for a pure church. That is what Jesus is coming back for. You know, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 21, verse 13, he says to them, the scriptures declare my temple will be called a house of prayer. I pray that Gateway Church coming would be a consecrated church and a committed church, a church that puts Jesus first, a church that loves Jesus, that is passionately pursuing Jesus and a church that is surrendered and says, Lord, you have your way. You are Lord in our lives. You are Lord in our church. You are Lord over our future. Lord, lead us, guide us. A church that is totally consecrated and surrendered to him. And that takes place in the place of prayer. God wants a house of prayer. That is what he's building. Not a house of worship. Not a house of the word. Even though they are, it's so important. But God is looking to build a house of prayer. And my heart and my prayer, my heart's desire for us as a church, is that everything that we do as a church, would have the hand of God upon it and have the grace of God in it. And in order for that to happen, then we need to get back to the place of prayer. We need to begin to establish personal altars and the corporate altar. So Gateway Church Camry, it's time to pray. This is the first step. Believe me, this isn't the only step, but this is the first step in establishing and building for the future. I you know, this coming Wednesday, we've got our heart and soul meeting Online at seven o'clock this Wednesday. I want to encourage you to join us for that because in that meeting, I'll be unpacking the practical way in which we're going to do this. Over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be teaching how we can build this corporate altar once again. And then I'm going to be speaking about what it actually looks like, what happens when the church prays. These are some of the series that are coming up in the next couple of weeks, and I'm so excited for that. But you know, I want to encourage you today begin this year by setting time aside every day to seek the Lord. Build a personal altar and as a church we're going to build a corporate altar and I really believe with all of my heart that as we do this as a church then we'll begin to see the power of God released. We're going to see the lost saved. We're going to see miracles taking place. We're going to see our church changed. We're going to know the presence of God like we've never known it before. We're going to see God do great things and you can experience that in your life. You'll see the plan and purposes of God come into into your life, come to pass. You're going to see God move in great ways in your life. You're going to see breakthrough after breakthrough. So I want to encourage you, begin to build your personal altar this year. But as a church, we're going to build a corporate altar. I believe Gateway Church Camry, the best days are ahead of us as a church. The promise of God is going to come to pass. I believe that because God has said that his word will not return void. I believe, that, I believe with all my heart that lives are going to be transformed and changed forever. And I believe that Jesus is going to be glorified in and through it all. Let's get ready as a church to build for the future, for the glory and honour of Jesus. Amen. <music> thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcamry.co.uk. Have a great day.